Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. The Deuce is back. Double Deuce. The Deuce. Double Deuce. El Duce Duce. I don't know that that I actually... I feel bad. I feel you're going real morning radio too. there. We said too many things. We like did. I don't like it. I'm it's sorry. So dirty. I'm sorry, guys. It's just, you know, uh, it's it's a, it's the second show like, on like a Thursday night. And it's clean, and then you say yep. it twice, and it's dirty. Yeah, no, it just gets filthier and filthier. And while I kind of like it, I know you don't. I know it makes you uncomfortable. we got to chalk it up to those things that make Willie excited and Nelson uncomfortable. You know, like, I don't know, peanut butter and dogs. <laughs> um, you know. No, I'm not going to follow up. Oh, I just left that hanging there and you're just going to let it go? Well, I don't, uh, uh, I mean. What do you mean? Are you talking about together at the same time? Like, Dogs covered in peanut butter? Yeah, yeah obviously. Okay. I mean, what, okay. what, what were you thinking Well, because you're like, you're like things that make you excited and me uncomfortable. And I was like, I'm excited about peanut butter and I'm excited about dogs. I don't know if I'm excited about dogs covered in peanut butter. See? And that's so what, I wanted to clarify. That's why like, you're lacking. Are you talking about each one individually exciting or both at the same time? All dogs, all breeds, I mean, all I'll covered. even give, like, maybe dogs are there while I'm eating peanut butter is also cool. But, like, that, dogs covered in peanut what? butter. That's, that's I don't so know creepy. about that. Is you want to sit there and eat peanut butter while dogs watch? Is that, what you, is that your thing? Not necessarily is while they watch jam? me. Uh-huh. While, but while they're present. Right. I, could be, I could be eating a peanut butter sandwich with one hand and petting a dog with the other hand. I will check that box. You've got I will a, do that. You got a problem. You're the one who wants to cover dogs in peanut butter and then do whatever you're going to do. Say I want to cover them, but I want them there when they're covered. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. You know, all right. You cut out the middleman. Yeah, exactly. Saying, I'm but. saying cut out the middleman, and that's the title of today's episode. That's not the title of today's Probably episode, not. but I think it's an important part of what we're going to talk about today, <laughs> which that? is cutting out the middleman. Okay. Let's make that the theme of the show. Okay. You know, ways in which we can cut out the middleman. All right. Yeah. Like, um, home improvements. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, let me tell you this amazing story. Yes. So I, uh, I find out today, um, that my garbage disposal is, is, is dead. Yeah. It's dead. Yeah. Probably all that peanut butter and dog hair that's in there. You know what? I, I keep putting the dogs down there because. Well, not uh, down. I mean, but like, you gotta get the peanut butter off them, probably. You don't own any dogs. You well, gotta send them home eventually. Exactly. You probably gotta rinse them yeah, off. You gotta first. wash and them like, off before you. You don't have like a laundry sink, so the most, uh, the kitchen sink's the most natural, or, or the bathtub, I guess. But yeah, but. I guess what well, now the, the lesson learned is use the bathtub, my, not the kitchen sink. My wife called and she Although was. Although then, like, cr- then you fucking jam up the, the sour drain and shower drain and peanut butter and dog hair like shower can only handle so much hair i think you got to take them outside with the hose is what we've learned yeah yeah i mean that's really once again like one of our segments has learned has led to one of us learning that you just got to take it outside and wash it off with the hose like that's the answer it's always the answer maybe the answer to everything is just take it outside and wash it off with the hose (laughs) so cut out the middleman Uh take it outside and wash it off with the hose i think we're just full of lessons today 
Uh, but anyway, my 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 wife calls me and says, "Hey, great news! Uh, I'm I'm getting uh, uh, my dad's going to fix the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, the, not the dishwasher. Uh, he's going to fix the the garbage disposal." And I said, "Oh, that is great news, but is the garbage disposal broken?" And she said, "Yes, I didn't tell you, but it's okay because my dad's going to fix it." See, she cut out the middle band. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know the thing was broken. Mm-hmm. So now all I have is that elation of knowing that her dad's doing a really kind thing and fixing it. Yes. Uh, and it was before I even knew it was a problem. So cut I, out I, the middleman. Cut out the middleman. And once we once we get it, we can take it out back and wash it off with a hose. Exactly. Yeah, the old part. Cut uh, out the middleman. Then we'll sell it on Facebook you get Marketplace. High, don't just find a drug dealer. Find a very high-level cartel member. Cut, Cut out, out the middleman. Middle <laughs> that seems like, no, that doesn't seem like very good advice. I mean, I, now granted, most of my knowledge of high-level drug cartel dealers comes from episodes of Narcos on yeah. Netflix, future producer of Fantasy Football Detective, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, and, and also the 52-part Telemundo series, uh, Pablo Escobar, El Patron de Mall. Mm-hmm. Um, which was amazing, by the way. Oh, we know. Insomnia. <laughs> You've you talked about watch it. Watch it. I can't you stop it. talking about I know. it. There's so I, much I feel dramatic bad that music. I gave you an opening. Now. And oh my God, those sweaters. Those yep. sweaters. You should go get high with Pablo Escobar, He's if dead. only for his sweaters. He's dead, man. Well, that's can't, not can't my fault. You can't do it too late. Fault. You waited too long. You, try, you cut out too many middlemen there. Mm. Only cut out the appropriate amount of middlemen. There's the there's Keep the third that lesson. lesson. That's yeah. an important lesson. So what have you got for us today? You know, it's not about cutting out the middlemen necessarily, but I was going to talk about this last time and it slipped my mind. I've been audio booking that uh, that book I'll be gone in the dark that Michelle McNamara wrote. Who oh was yeah, Patton Oswalt's wife who passed away, who was a true crime ran a true crime website and stuff. It's real good. That book's real good. It's real creepy. Yeah, you were saying It'll that like, dude, like, yeah. did so, he like he didn't just kill people. Well, yeah, I know, because he, he did a whole lot of, like, break-in. Like, he was just a break-in burglar and rapist, and then he, like, escalated to couples where he would tie up the man and then take the woman somewhere and rape her. But so he had, like, 40, 50 victims or something like that before he started murdering people. So, so many people were able to, like, recount what it was like, like, what the situations were like, like, the details of these crimes until he started murdering people. So, there's a a lot of creepy shit. That book is, they fucking raised the hackles. That book is creepy and scary. Real, really well written. It's a little, they had to plug in a few things because she passed away. It it makes you a little sad that she wasn't able to finish the whole thing herself because the shit that she writes is especially strong. So now you can tell the difference where they filled in a little bit. Although a lot of times when they're filling in, they're like, here's a piece she published about this that we then filled in and like expanded with the notes she had around this to make it a chapter instead of an article. Can can I ask a, a question yes. then? Um so so the Lawrence Public Library mm-hmm. is running a new program where mm-hmm. uh, they encourage children to read a thousand books yes. uh, by the time they go into kindergarten yes. uh, to encourage kind of uh, children's literacy and love of reading. Uh-huh. Would you recommend this book as one of the thousand that we we could read to absolutely. Oliver? Yeah, absolutely. Because um, you know, one thing is he didn't murder any kids. 
Okay, so that's good. So he's, he's got that going. So the kids can read it, and they might be they might be worried about mommy and daddy, but they don't have to worry about themselves. Let's see, and, and the kids need more of that, more empowering. Oh, man, there's a couple of fuck. There, there's still some fuck. It's fucked up. <laughs> the guy was a monster. <laughs> it's bad. Okay. There's, there are just times where he didn't. I don't think kids were ever in the house when he started murdering people. Yeah. But there would be times where the kids weren't didn't sleep through things when he was burglarizing and raping and terrorizing. That are there's some details that are pretty fucked up still. Maybe not. Uh, may, wait till he's five. Okay. Wait okay. till he's five. But then that you won't that won't qualify as one of the thousand bucks. Oh shit. Um. Because once we get that tote bag, I'm yeah. I'm out with books and him. Like I'm done. Done. done? Yeah, that's okay. it. I mean. Movie, I mean, just maybe so fudge, much... fudge over a couple of the, the times where kids are involved tangentially okay. that are yeah. extra creepy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds good. I mean, you know, I, I was looking at a lot of like like Peppa the Pig books, and I was looking at a lot of like the Eric Carl, like the mm. very horny caterpillar and the the extremely Wait, frustrated <laughs> mouse, and you know that guy who wrote the very hungry caterpillar. Did you say hungry the first time? Did I? I don't know that she you did. You may never know. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, we the, need to hire a third person the, to. To roll back the tape. <laughs> hey, speaking of a third person to roll back the tape, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to the the guy who does our introductions, uh, Rob uh, the Shol Schulte, yeah, uh, and his uh, he he's doing some big things now. He's got he this. Is. Greatest, so greatest things. generation Gen Con yeah. Gen Ginger thing. I don't know that those are all the things that. But involved. yeah, no, he's he's doing all kind of podcasts. And his pumpkin spice podcast is back out. Did a little summer road trip, and they're going right into their to their Halloween times, their fall yeah. times. Yeah, here. but it's check this out. Check this out. He's bringing one to Lawrence. He's bringing this the oh, the, really? the the greatest. Uh, it's not the greatest generation, but it's something like it's it's, it's basically. Genghis Khan, the, it's a couple of comedians breaking down the wrath of Khan, uh, and it's gonna be at the bottleneck, and... I think it's Greatest Generation that he does. Is it, is it? I okay. think it is. I All think. right. Yeah. He does so many. That motherfucker yeah. is producing and in podcasts all anyway, over the place. Anyway, we'll have to, we'll have to get him on the podcast. Absolutely. At some point he hasn't been on in forever. To talk about it. Maybe we'll can call him during it's been like our a year and a half. Live maybe. broadcast. Uh, we had him but, physically here. But anyway, yeah, no, it's one of those things you gotta, you gotta see. Oh, that'd be sweet, actually, because maybe by then we'll have, we're gonna, we get some fancy new equipment, and then he can help us learn how to use it. Wow! Oh man, we can kill a whole bunch of birds with a whole bunch of lesser stones. About that, I think I may have pissed him off. Um, I think I may have pissed him off. What'd you do? Well. He he said. Uh, I, I I asked. Wait, him, is he, are you explaining this going to be worse? <laughs> is this going to be worse? No, I'm. Right. I'm going to make you gonna, it. Be- are I'm, you going to apologize to Rob Schultz? I'm not necessarily going to apologize, but I'm going to say that I could have been. Why don't you cut out the middleman and apologize to Rob Schulte? Uh, well, okay. cut out the middleman. <laughs> Here's the thing. I said something as a joke that I don't think he interpreted as a joke. Uh, was it like but, in a text situation? Yes. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He basically said, "I said, hey, we're getting we're getting some. We're, we're having, uh, thanks to uh, an amazing benefactor, we may have a little extra money to buy some new equipment." Uh, what do you think? What, what's the best thing for us to do with it? What's the best equipment we can get? And he said, "Well, the first thing you need is you should get a good, um, good editor. You know, you yeah. need a good editor." 
And, uh, you know, you know, have you guys thought about editing? And I was like, I said back to him, I said, well, what good has an editor any ever done any show? You know, (laughs) which was, I I thought was very uh, obviously a joke. Yeah. You know, because it has done a lot of good for a lot of shows, including all the good that he does on all the shows that he's on. But then he got steady back uh, at me and I was like, hey man, you got to calm it down. Well, but he's like, you you were making fun of my shit. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so here it comes, all right? <laughs> I, all think, right? I, think, I think it was in, the thing you were trying to do was innocent, but I think in retrospect, you should still apologize because well, it wasn't, it was, it, uh, it was easily misconstrued, the thing you did. If, if you would just let me take the moment I need, Please. I, I would, I would apologize do that. Apologize to our friend Rob I'm, Schulte. I'm going to, I'm going to apologize to Rob Schulte for any, any ill intent that he garnered from my That's innocent comment. That's not a good comment. apology. What do you mean? It's a perfect apology. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's, I apologize for his misinterpretation. It's like my, all the, all the bad uh, apologies that happen these days where people are like, I'm sorry if people were upset that I sexually assaulted women oh no <laughs> come on i think you're taking that to a, a little bit kind of a dark apo- i'm saying it's not the same you just cut out the a same real crime. big middle it's not man the same there. crime it's the same apology where you're not you're like i'm sorry that All the right. bad things i did made people All upset right. look rob i'm talking to you <laughs> not, right now not apologizing not, for the I'm action not, not, not saying talking I'm to this guy over here i'm sorry <laughs> that i offended you with the comment it was a joke but i could see it be misinterpreted as not a joke for which I apologize for what I said. All right, and I'll, I believe editors are incredibly important to the process. For those of you at home, he is doing hand motions. You're a very bit. good editor, and I love your he cute little buns. Motions. All right, Rob. He does love your buns. I do love your buns, and that is honest. That is from an honest place. Mm-hmm. An honest you're place. Maybe you should text him too. Right? And apologize. I, I, we are. We talked through it. It's fine. Okay. He's, he's not even really that upset, but. He did tell me that um, that, that about. I don't know a lot lot of editors in the area. I like. I know one guy that does some editing, but Um, anyway, what he said was uh, December first. So you got some time to buy your tickets at the bottleneck. You should all go to this this thing that Rob doing the Greatest Generation, Greatest Gen Con, uh, and the doors at six, show at seven. It's a mere twenty six dollars, which. You may say to yourself, $26, that's pricey for something I would watch at a bottleneck. And my response is, oh, fucking grow up. All right? Mm-hmm. We we live in a time where uh, you have Not to pay really. money to show. Shit, shit at the bottleneck is in the 20s all the time. Yeah, and shit in the bottleneck <laughs> is in on, the 20s man. all the time. Stop being cheap. Yeah. Stop being a cheap ass. Yeah. You know who's not a cheap ass? Rob Schulte. Rob Schulte's out there. He gives and gives. G- giving and giving mm-hmm. uh, to, to get into your heart. With his sweet little buns. Which is, with his sweet little buns. <laughs> uh, he's out there. Like, you know what the cost of a slice of pizza in Brooklyn is? It's like, it's, it's like $78. $78. And uh-huh. Rob Schulte got to feed Rob you Schulte. You to buy a whole pizza? That's right. You got to take out a bank loan. You got to take out... You, you, <laughs> $5,000 for one pizza. You gotta remortgage your house for a calzone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, support it's Rob Schulte. What we're Cut out the middleman. It's expensive. Support Rob Schulte like I didn't mm-hmm. and go to his damn show. It's December 2nd, you said? First. 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 Good. Good call. Yeah. First. 
That's yeah. Ro- Rody's birthday is December 2nd. Well, celebrate Rody's birthday right, at the bottom of Rob Schulte's show, show, show on the 1st. We can still right. get Rody on this podcast. We do. Somehow it hasn't happened yet. Um, and also, you know who would love to go with you? Actually, Rody's, uh, he got cast in, I think, Moon from Misbegotten somewhere in Kansas City. Yeah, KK. I don't have the details, but if Moon from Misbegotten's coming up in Kansas City in a couple months, presumably, go fucking see it because Rody's in it. There you go. Um, and, and, and. Maybe for- look up the details. Don't just look. Like at random for just the show. I don't know. Try to figure it out. Yeah. Cut out the middleman and figure it figure it out yourself. What is Moon for the Misbegotten about? Ah, uh, is it about? Like, I'm fuzzy on it, but it's probably a fucked up family. Yeah. If, yeah. If I look into the other stuff he wrote, it's pro- probably a fucked up family. Do they? Are they on the moon? I don't think so. I think it's a metaphor. It'd be a lot cooler if they were actually. It would, you know. I'm, I will say, see it regardless. But I would admit it'd be cooler if it happened on the moon. What if, what if you were a director and you're like, I'm setting it on the moon. This I is going to be the first moon for the moon. Do it on the, out the middle, man. Set it on the moon. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing. It. I'm going to put mine up a week before the one that they're doing in Kansas City with Rhodey in it, and I'm going to call it Moon for the Misbegotten, the world premiere. So that everyone will come to mind, but I'm not going to let it interfere with December first, uh, the greatest. Oh man, that, you know what? If, if if Netflix is like Fantasy Football Detective is a hit, we need another season. We'll do it on the moon. But there we go. Cut out the middle there man. Put everything on the moon. Yep, yep. We'll call it this. Begotten How do we not on the moon? have like a, a moon city yet? It's 2018. You know why? Because they like people were thinking like back in the day when they were writing science fiction in like the fifties and sixties, they were like they'll be like the whole moon will be a goddamn city. It'll just be a city of moon, and like Mars will be a, a city, and like we'll be all over the place. We ain't got we ain't got nothing. Like we can, we can build a fucking city on the moon. Come on, it'll be easy. Keep hearing people like we we want to try to get to Mars, and I'm like, let's get to Mars. But you know, it'd be a nice in between. Let's fucking let's let's get up to the moon, man. Let's put a quick shop up on the moon. Let's, at least let's, a quick like shop. A quick shop. At and least a, and a, a quick hotel shop. and like an IHOP and shit. Like yeah, make it like just a, let's make a convention center on the moon. We don't even need a whole city, just a convention center oh, man. with like a few restaurants and a bunch of meeting rooms and a hotel on the moon. Cut out the middle, man. Let's put a convention center on the moon, and and maybe an art center that that's, that's more of a touring house than an. In, in like if you're production. if you're going to like a Star Trek convention, but it's on the moon. Come on, it sells itself. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like we can build. We can, we should, and we will build a convention center on the moon, people. Okay, so let's let's move over to marketing quarter for a moment because I, I am curious how you're gonna how you're gonna market your your. You're moon. curious how to market a convention center on the moon. Yeah, I am. Have some actually, imagination. I, it's no, easy. I really I already want, talked about it. Well, like but, anything, like what's better, like okay, going to a convention in fucking Indianapolis at like a Hyatt. <laughs> 
And so like, that's your big pitch. And but no, no, no. Here's the thing: like, you want to go to a goddamn convention for whatever business you're in. I don't care what you do for a living. Medical you do, malpractice insurance. Fair enough. I mean, you got to go to a convention for that, and it's yeah. in fucking Des Moines. It's in fucking Indianapolis. It's in right. fucking oh, Tampa. That, that sounds it's in awful. Wherever. But what if it was on the fucking moon? Oh my god, you're right. It sounds so much better. Exactly. Like all the windows is like stars and like men in spacesuits and golf balls outside. But wait, well, my... you got a driving range on the moon hotel where you just put on a space suit and just fucking hitting golf balls out into space. Probably not all the way out into space, but the gravity's low. Maybe you can do it. I'm gonna give it a shot. Find out if you have a good enough fucking drive to hit it into space or not to overcome the, the moon's weak gravity and make that golf ball just speed off into space to to the parts unknown. You know, maybe we maybe should, like fifty years from now it hits one of our probes. Maybe we should get the golf. <laughs> and you're like, fuck yeah, I did that. I hit that golf ball one thousand million miles into space and I destroyed a Voyager probe. I'm the best golfer who ever lived. Well, your children would figure that out, right? It would be your children. Yeah, probably, be, be, yeah. Be probably. dead by that point. But, like, but then like, they can add it to the tombstone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, the one thing I... I, 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 I sold it. I think... I think All it was right. easy. All right, you know what? Like, like you want to go to the moon, right? To hang out, to like eat waffles and like <laughs> and like man. a continental breakfast. I don't like that looks out on the moon. I don't like heights. That's true, but you've flown in planes. Well, yeah, but. I, I, what if I look down at the? I just I like look. If I look down at Earth, I'd be like, mm-hmm. if I fall you'll, all that way, I'm you'll, you'll, you'll learn how insignificant you are in the universe. Oh man, that seems like kind of a hard lesson now. Yeah, but maybe it's also freeing. Maybe cut out the middleman on your existence in the universe and look down at the Earth as a pale blue dot from the moon. Motherfucker, <laughs> I am the middleman in my existence <laughs> exactly. in the universe. You tell me. I think that's what we've learned. (laughs) That's what we've learned. Jesus, this one. Now cut out your your inhibitions are the (laughs) middleman. Like your fears are the middleman. Cut those out. Accept your place. Accept your place in a broader existence. This whole thing has been a one build up for Chris (laughs) Nelson's extreme motivational speaking (laughs) class. Exactly. Kill your fear self. (laughs) You are. You have to kill it. Just cut it out. You are the middleman. Excise it from your being like a cancer. (laughs) Because what it is. The middleman is a cancer that lives within you. It tries to strangle your ability to understand your place in the universe. You need to cut him out. I'm just thinking about all that peanut butter I'm going to be putting on moon dogs. <laughs> oh, no. Why'd you have to make it weird? <laughs> oh, no. That's all that we have for today. Probably for the best. Yeah. You took it somewhere uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what? It was already there. I just watched it go. You cut out, out too many middlemen uh, there. That... Leave a, leave a small middleman left in the, in there to just a, just a, a lonely sheriff at a border town just to keep, just to keep you slightly under control. Would you like to take Becca to the moon? Hashtag <laughs> date that Becca. On the moon. <laughs> on the moon at Double News Pod. Uh, we have to do a live one next time, right? Not next time, but pretty soon. All right. See you people live soon. Double News. This has been Double News Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at at doubledeucepod. Or look us up on Facebook at 
Double Deuce Podcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place. iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and, and the Google. I think it's Google Play. I don't know. There's other things, too. I found out there's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it yeah. on iTunes in particular. Subscribe. Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm-hmm. Your word of mouth is, tell, is worth a thousand. Tell your friends. thousand mouths. Tell your mom. That are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Yeah, tell her. Yeah, likes your mom, too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. <laughs> We're doing so well. <laughs>